to another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. And uh, don't you think it's the point in the football season when you start to think, like, I shouldn't have watched this year. I supported concussions. <laughs> Getting deep for early. Okay. Right? Uh, we were watching football today. You, don't, you never feel guilty? They're going to play that game whether I watch or don't. But if enough of us band together. Yeah. All right. You let me know when your football protest starts and it will, if it'll be after the Super Bowl this year, it will be. I'm weak. <laughs> uh, not talking about football. We are going to be reviewing the movie pig. Before we get to that though, Ty, what is your pick for man searching for something movie? Well, like, now it sounds like man search for meaning. Yeah, Victor Frankel. Anyone? There's an obvious answer here, isn't there? I okay. So this probably did you think it had to be an inanimate? Well, I guess the pig's an animate object. Anyway, the <laughs> movie I picked was The Fugitive, which for me is the best chase movie ever. Interesting. I like that movie a lot. I didn't think of it. It's equivalent, right? The pig went missing. The fugitive went missing. And he, he won't stop to find him. Won't stop. Oh, it's such a good movie. He doesn't cook a beautiful meal, though. Is that okay? Um, I realize that The Fugitive is before this movie, but when I think of this genre, I really think of Liam Neeson and Taken. <laughs> Wait, re- Reed, this is what I was saying on an earlier episode. Is it our favorite? No, I didn't say favorite this time. <laughs> Why does it change? Because <laughs> I get to okay. say the question. I don't know. All right. Liam Neeson's Taken is... it's The oh, first Taken just, movie is pretty great. Is it? Ty. Every movie he does is exactly the same formula. But that was like the first of that formula. Maybe. So I think originality gets some credit. Okay. It must have been good. That's why it's been repeated. <laughs> um, okay. Pig. Pig. A lot of our viewers out there maybe... Why do I call them viewers? A lot of our listeners out there probably haven't seen it. It's on Hulu. It's you, out. It's available. You should check it out. It's good. I liked it. And it's Nicolas Cage, so you'd think, not good. But then it's pretty good. Yeah, he just gets to be brooding and quiet. Yeah, we don't have to hear his schmarmy voice very much. Really hitting on Nicolas Cage. That's rough. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a common thing, right? I mean, they, this movie just leaves a lot of stuff unsaid, I think. Like, they let you sort of piece it together, but this, I don't know, top of the world chef loses his wife and decides to go live in the forest of Oregon with his truffle pig. You've done the plot summary. I knew you did it. I don't usually, but this one's a weird one. <laughs> Someone steals his pig and he has to go find him. Simple movie, simple premise. He has to go back into the underworld of apparently the Portland culinary scene. Okay, let's just jump into it because... Wait, what? He goes to this underground place where they're doing restaurant worker fight club. (laughs) Except only one person punches. I don't understand the structure, but like... I don't either. It's like you get paid for how many seconds you can just get... It's like bull riding, but it's people punching you in the face. And the bull gets paid. (laughs) 
It doesn't make any sense. But like you said, it doesn't explain a lot of things, which is the way to my heart. <laughs> if you're a filmmaker, it doesn't need to explain it. He's obviously, he was top dog in that world and he's been gone a long time and he's back. But he was like a top chef also. Like he had a restaurant yeah. that made good food. Why was he doing the underground fights? I don't know. And what does that have to do with his dead wife? Oh, I bet he, his wife died and he got real deep into fighting. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's just... Stoicism, right? You're a fan. I love a stoic. Nothing's more stoic than sitting there getting punched in the face over and over again. And then there's also just this weird world of truffles and restaurants and... Wait, but I need to say, like, the fact that he lasted a few seconds or whatever, I don't know why that meant the guy had to tell him, nope, where his pig was. Well, it's because he didn't, he didn't want money. He wanted information, I guess. He never said that, There's he? There are some unwritten rules. Even Fight Club has rules. Also, why, didn't, why did he have to break in through some... Like, if all those other restaurant people were there fighting all the time, there had to be easier ways in than... Sneaking through the through of a the hotel. basement of an old hotel that's boarded up or whatever. No, but whatever. I loved it. That is the point in the movie where I thought, okay, Nicolas Cage is about to go on a murderous rampage. Yes, no murdering. He doesn't. It's a good twist. I really like that piece of it. I know. I I totally same thing. I was like, oh, this is gonna get bloody, and then it doesn't. Because he goes to, I don't know if it really matters. He. He finds the person who was responsible for his pig getting taken. And he's just like, I'll give you money. Get out of here. I don't care about you. And he's like real sad about it. And then he just cooks him a meal. <laughs> it's that, such a weird thing. That the man had eaten with his wife who passed away. I, uh, yeah, it's like. Years ago. And then, I mean, so you have to, the story element that you have to believe is that this cook was, this chef was so good, but. And he loved his job so much that he could remember every patron who ever came and what they ate. Which is probably not believable, but... No way. But it's... I don't know. Somehow I, I bought it. Okay, and then he never cleans up the blood on his face throughout the rest of the movie either? I love that. I loved that. <laughs> I'm just like... Dude, and people are like, are you okay? <laughs> Several people ask him if he's alright. I know. It's he's... so good. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, I freaking, uh, I freaking loved it. Okay, and I I guess I thought the highlight of the scene, or the highlight of the movie, was when he goes to the restaurant that had, you know, gotten the truffle pig, or, you know, wanted the truffle pig, and it's this guy who used to work for him, and he's like, oh yeah, like I worked in your kitchen, and he's just like, yeah, I fired you because you weren't very good. You overcooked the pasta. And the guy's like, oh, is that... Is that real? I don't remember. Like, he plays it off as so smarmy and... He's self-protecting, for sure. His image, his self-image. But but he breaks him down. I think that scene is beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, is this... Like, you're not doing what you wanted to do, and... Yeah. I found it really powerful. I was surprised to care so much about the chef and see him, like, really have a... Yeah, really open up at the table. He's a really good guy. Nicholas Cage's chef character which is awesome it's not liam neeson no and i really thought i mean i just i you thought it was gonna turn into I thought it was, well as soon as he gets punched in the face a bunch he's like he gives the kid like a list of things like go get this stuff for me and it's like i don't know maybe he's gonna make a pipe bomb or something like who knows 
He made a emotional pipe bomb. Okay, but then, Ty, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> What's heartbreaking? <laughs> the, the, the pig was dead. I don't think we needed to give that spoiler, did we? We spoil. We, I know we do spoil, but like, did we have? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yes, of course it's heartbreaking, Reed, because you really care, because he's a good guy. He didn't deserve to have it happen to him. And it's just like, that's the only, only emotional connection he has. Anymore? Anymore. Okay, but Ty, this man <laughs> loves his pig and loves truffles, <laughs> but he finds out the pig is dead, and then he says... I don't need the pig to find truffles. <laughs> yeah. The trees tell him where the truffles are. Yeah, it's not about truffles. It's not. I love that. It's not instrumental. I don't I don't love this pig because it does something for me. I just love the pig. That was a I thought that was a very smart uh, also story twist or character twist. Yes, I mean it just it's all about the emotional connection. It's not that he needs the pig for this, you know, whatever livelihood he gets. Barely is scratching out in the Oregon forest. Yeah, it's good. I also thought the other truffle hunter character was kind of amazing. The, the woman? The woman who's just like, as soon as she hears that someone <laughs> messed with his pig. She's like, get in my, let's go. And don't mess with her. Don't me- and don't mess with my assistant. I'll cut your fingers off or something. It's like crazy. Yeah, because the pig's key <laughs> for most people. Not Nicholas. We don't know that at that point. So yeah, I thought I thought that was brilliant too. They they just in these very short actions or these short actions that these characters take, you learn a lot about them. I thought that was fun. All right, Ty. What else did you like or dislike about Pig? Well, Portland's beautiful. I, I love love that a forest. Love a Pacific Northwest story. Yeah, get out in the forest a little. What about you? I think we hit on it. I love, I love that he breaks the door of the car of the guy. The guy. <laughs> I love that the guy listens to classical music. Like, you don't expect that. No, he's... And then he loves his car, and then his car gets dumped on. That's funny. <laughs> Nicholas Cage does a similar thing to him about the car as he does to the chef. Just like in a really short... He's like, you like driving this car? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He sees into the heart. He gets deep. That's what we need. Uh, Ty, what are you going to give Pig out of five? I'm giving it a five. I'm also going to give it a five. Whoa, we agreed on a fiver. That's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah, everyone should watch it. I think so, too. I was very skeptical, but I'm happy you pushed for it. (laughs) Yeah, apparently it's a five. Yeah. Uh, Ty, what do you have to recommend? Oh, well, I hope people have been watching Succession. Yeah. So good. So good. Mm, It feels like it's... I mean, I... yeah, I don't know. I'm willing to... Uh, it wasn't quite as good, I think. It's like a little bit losing some of its coherence, but uh, but it's so funny. So clever. Do you think you're... Le- I mean, do you think that's just because it's hard to sustain that like, oh, where's this takeover coming from? And, and then it doesn't happen. And like, they just... There never is any succession. Right. That's a weird thing. Um, well, you can't have it because then the... The, Seri- the series is, is over. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing revolves around that. So yeah, it's kind of like you have to come up with new reasons why it can't happen. Yeah. All the time. And, the, and it's, I think it's natural. The more reasons you come up with sort of the crazier they get or. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump on that one with you. I also recommend succession. I think people should check it out. I really, really like the character Tom. 
And you do. Oh my gosh, he's my favorite. He's got some crazy scenes this season with Be- Greg. Better than Greg? I love Greg. I, just them together. It's so funny. He like, there's a scene where he goes to celebrate in his office and just goes insane and like <laughs> but you like it seems real I oh, mean, that's a great scene totally it's it's so good so good thanks for joining us for another episode of two brothers review the podcast i'm reed turley i just want everyone to know there were no concussions in the making of this podcast so you can keep listening guilt-free i'm ty turley bye bye, bye.